What's going on, you guys? You made it. Thank you so very much for tuning in to the Adam Kadu podcast. I'm Adam Kadu, and it's time to master the art of real heart alignment, where you live, work, and play from your personal power as energy aligns, your gifts flow, and life simply works. These life-changing conversations are designed to help you to see what you're not seeing, hear what you're not hearing, and to be who you're not being, as the world needs more heart-centered leaders now more than ever. Are you ready to say no to living a half-hearted life and say yes instead to boldly living from a place of real heart alignment? Welcome to the Adam Kadu Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Adam Kadu Podcast. In this episode... We're going to talk about some analogies that have been surfacing or popping up or growing in my mind that I wanted to share with you because I feel like they have a significant meaning for where I am in my life and what I'm going through. And I find that that's the same for a lot of people in this time as well. So before I get to all that, we just got back from a eight night trip to Portland, Oregon. My wife had her fourth endometriosis surgery. So we went out to Portland we actually got an appointment over the 4th of July, or the, excuse me, the uh, Memorial weekend. So we had our pre-op on a Thursday before Memorial Day. Everybody was off Friday and Monday. And so then she had her procedure on Tuesday. So we had a long stint there to have some fun and enjoy. The little guys did amazing on the airplane. I was just so totally blown away. They just seemed like pros. Um, on the way back, we actually lost my son, Bentley. He's three years old. We lost his backpack in security. Uh, nobody wanted to fess up to whose, um, you know, responsibility was that at that time, but he had his blankets in there and his blankets are everything. And on the plane, he was sitting there and, um, you know, I was just like the whole time I was like, please don't think of it. Please don't think of it. Cause I just knew it was going to be a, uh, a shit show <laughs> if you will. And all of a sudden he was just like, I want, want my blankets. He calls them his me's. Uh, I want my me's. I want my me's. Where are my me's? And I was at that moment, I was like, okay, we've got to figure something out. But um, so for about 20 minutes, he was wanting his me's. He was starting to get frustrated. He was kind of kicking the chair in front of him. Luckily, that chair was my mother in law. <laughs> but regardless, um, you know, he got over it and he was okay. But, you know, there was a little, couple little situations that were a little dicey on the plane and things of that nature. But a three year old and a one year old, and they did phenomenal. Uh, our first ever time taking them to the beach, and they just had a blast. There were so many good things that happened there, including my wife's surgery. Um, and I trust that she's going to be in a much better, much more grounded, much more rich space when it comes to her mentalness, her attitude, um, her pain, all the things. So a lot of, lot of transformation happening. And I got back and I had my dad taking care of my lawn um, because I've never really cared too much about my lawn. And, you know, I just had like dirt spots in the yard and things of that nature. And I noticed that he didn't water this certain spot and the grass was turning brown. And I was just in that moment, I was kind of like, oh, this, this is so painful for me because I was so meticulous in planting grass and watering it. I spent hundreds of dollars in seeds planting this grass and also probably, you know, 50 hours watering it over the last month or so, just crazy amounts of time and energy and, and resources, if you will. And in that moment, I started seeing, you know, there was an analogy here. And it's kind of funny because as a marketer, um, somebody who likes to help others to shift their own perspectives, there's this mo movie I think of sometimes, I think it's called the, um, uh, what is it called? Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox uh, story or something like that, where the actor, the guy that's actually Cal on Talladega Nights, 
um, John C. Davis, I think is his name. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Anyways, so he would have these like quarrels with his wife and things of that nature. And he would say something and all of a sudden he would like have this, you know, inspired look. And, and he's like in his head thinking about, oh, the song he could write off of this. And, and there's this one for it. Uh, where his wife says, don't you dare, don't you dare try to write a song about this right now. It's just like, um, but I do that all the time. I'm just like, you know, I'm playing basketball and I see an analogy. I'm, you know, walking, you know, uh, just outside and I see an analogy and, and a metaphor that I could use to help somebody to see what they're not seeing. And the whole planting grass concept was, was huge. It was just like something that kept toying with me and something that kept surfacing, if you will, um, throughout the last couple months. And I started seeing that there's this correlation between taking care of something like your grass or a baby or whatever the case may be, a pet, and taking care of your business. A lot of the times we want the result, we're not willing to do the work. And I was willing to do the work, right? So I was, I was out there watering just about every single day. I've planted grass before, and for whatever reason, I don't know if I... I don't, I just don't know. I just wasn't, uh, (laughs) able to get the grass to grow and to stay. I I would get it to grow sometimes and it wouldn't stay. And sometimes I couldn't get it to grow. So, um, this time I just was determined to make that happen. And in leaving and going on a vacation, you know, I handed the keys over to my dad, essentially. I was just like, this is, this is your role and responsibility. Now I didn't do a great job of telling him exactly what I was looking for, Um, I had this part of me that was like, I don't want to ask too much. Hmm. Something that comes up in a lot of entrepreneurs. I don't want to ask. I don't want to um, step on anybody's toes. I don't want to bother people. That's one thing that's like a weed in the ground that must go. And in planting this grass, there was, you know, dirt spots that I'm filling in, but I'm also, I'm like, there's all, there's these weeds. I'm not going to spray Roundup um, and weed killer, things of that nature on my grass, namely because I don't want to breathe that even if I had a mask on. And two, I just don't want the kids breathing that, you know, and, and, you know, when it rains and stuff, it's like, it's going to go elsewhere and we're going to get in our shoes. We're going to track it in our house, whatever the case may be. I didn't want that. But in my mind, I'm like, there's all these weeds and stuff in the yard. Just like, how do I get rid of those? Like, I'm not going to pluck them up with my hands. And in getting more information about planting grass and learning more about that, each and every time I would go get seeds, I would have a conversation with the, um, the seed store manager, if you will. And I mentioned this and he said, yeah, the, the best thing that I do is I drown them out. I will plant new seeds to make sure that the seeds, the grass is taking over in that area. And so it's just like, okay, Beautiful. And in my life, you know, I've done a lot of transformation work. Uh, I was a hypno- uh, hypnosis junkie at one point. I literally have probably, you know, 30 to 40 different hypnos- uh, hypnosis audios that I've listened to um, dozens and dozens of, t- dozens of times. And I got to a point where I didn't feel like that was really moving the needle. And, and it was almost kind of like I was putting too much emphasis and too much power on the, those hypnosis and being in my um, you know, powerful place in my mind, but I wasn't correlating it to this moment right here and right now. And so I started, I I shifted to focus more on being present in this moment right here and right now and growing from there, showing up differently, showing up more courageous, shifting how I feel, holding myself in a different way. Um, needless to say, you know, I've, I've said it numerous times before, but, uh, the last year was challenging with our little man, Jack's not sleeping. Like every single night, like he still wakes up screaming and, you know, um, he's hard to get back to sleep at, at night. So 
He's sleeping with mom now. Dad's on the couch. You guys know that story if you're listening to the podcast. However, this moment that I realized, it's like, hey, look, there's these things that are starting to surface, old beliefs that I thought I had eradicated. There's other beliefs that I'm starting to adopt based on this last year being so challenging. And I started to see there's weeds coming up here. So instead of, uh, you know, just going and, and, you know, doing all this stuff that I used to do, I, I started being like, okay, what if I can just drown them out? What if I can just lean so heavily into the beliefs that I want to believe through a repetitive lens and through an emotional lens and really focus on that. Right. And I, and I have, I've started going back to my uh, hypnosis and things of that nature um, just because I knew it had an impact on my life at one point. I didn't feel like it was really moving the needle and, um, I also was, I love experimenting too. So I wanted to really see how impactful I could be by just focusing on this moment because we are, we're always working from two places. You could do hypnosis until you're blue in the face, but if you can't find the courage in this moment, even if you've done all this work, if you're still showing up in a way to where you're breaking promises to yourself, you're going to chip away at your self-esteem. That's that hypnosis might work a smidge, but you still got to show up in this moment. You still got to do the work. You've still got to feel the way in the moment. So yet again, I was focusing on that. And so I decided, I was like, look, I really want to, I really want to drown out the negativity, the doubts, the pessimism, anything that's in there, just lingering under the surface. That's trying to come up to the surface, like these nasty weeds. And I won't call them nasty weeds. Um, cause I don't, I don't like to look at nature as, as nasty. I don't think they're too nasty, but you know, I would like something more, something different, something more beautiful in my eye to take the majority of the land. And so I did, I, I've never really adopted affirmations before. Um, I have mantras and I have little sayings that I work with. At one point I did, I, I did uh, more incantations, if you will. When I was in a depression in 2014, scary freaking place. Um, you know, I still, even, t- even talking about it, sometimes I still get this, you know, kind of like, shakiness in my voice. And it was just, uh, it was a weird freaking time in my life. I'll just say, I'll just say that I won't get into that story right now. You've probably heard some iterations of it, but, um, yeah, there's still, still some stuff to navigate through that point in my life. But regardless, I did these incantations to where I had a script, um, that I would say to myself while I'm looking in the mirror, I would pump myself up and I would get excited because before then it was so hard pressed for me to move. I was thinking, 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 and, and surveying, surveying, surveying. What's the next step? What's the next step? And I wasn't taking a lot of action. So I knew I needed to be in a powerful freaking state in order to take action and make things happen. Because I was trying to do all the manifesting and sitting back and all the you know mindset and positivity and all that stuff, but I still wasn't moving the needle. I still wasn't taking actions that were creating the results that I was after. And so incantations, I said these sentences, these, these prompts, these scripts with so much conviction, so much passion, so much power that there was no way that I wasn't changing in that moment. And little by little, it literally like I used to feel so on top of the world for about 15 minutes. And then I was down in the dumps, frustrated, second guessing myself, the slightest little thing would set me off and I'd be frustrated again, or I'd be doubtful again. And the cycle continued, but little by little through repetition, I started seeing, Hey, look, I can stay in the state a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. 
And it got to a point where I could go, you know, half a day <laughs> um, feeling pretty good. But then I would, you know, back then, yet again, there was just a lot of trash, a lot of overthinking, a lot of burnt energy, a lot of leaking personal power that I had to navigate. And I was taking naps like each and every day just because I was so zapped out, like after lunch. And then I wake up and I don't get much done after you know, two, three, four o'clock. Cause I'm kind of waking out. And then I have this pressure of like, Oh, I didn't get enough done. You know, that was, that was crazy, crazy times. Um, I'm yeah, just, there's just so much, um, even thinking about that, there's just so much growth in how I approach my days, how uh, productive and effective I can be. So it's just like looking back, it's like, wow, it's just like, even, even to see that, you know, sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for our growth, but even to see that it's just like, man, there's just been a tremendous amount of growth. It's crazy. So back then I was squeezing out the limits and now I decided to start adopting more affirmations, if you will. What I did, uh, and I recommend this as well. Um, you know, I, I, I joke about chat GPT sometimes just because, you know, it's one of those things that's a new trend and everybody's excited about it. You hear it everywhere. There's so many people jumping on the bus and, you know, and, and really, putting their eggs in one basket, being that business model of let me be the AI person when there's, you know, a, a trazillion AI people out there right now that are doing the same thing or trying to um, claim their land, if you will. So I use chat GPT to bring up my Myers-Briggs personality type and also my human design, if you will. And I asked chat GPT, I said, out of these, what would you see my weaknesses as? And it showed me the weaknesses. And at that point I said, okay, well, let's do this. Let's create some affirmations to help strengthen those weak spots. And I know there's a lot of people, and I think about Gary Vaynerchuk, I believe he said this, you know, before, or, or you know, there's a lot of the, the gurus that have said this, but it's like, don't focus on your weaknesses. Don't work on your weaknesses, outsource your weaknesses, right? But at the end of the day, if your weaknesses are a cog in the wheel of your team, of your business, let's, let's work on those, right? I am, I'm from the school. Let's make sure that we are focusing on our strengths and honoring our strengths and putting a lot of time and attention and energy there. But there's still that theory of constraint point where if there's a hole in your bucket down at the bottom of the bucket, you can only fill that bucket up to that level where the hole is at. And so if I'm not working on that, if I'm not patching my weak point, then I'm going to keep leaking, right? So I started looking at these weak points in my life and I'm like, how do we make these stronger? How do we make these stronger? And so now, you know, there was this time in my life where I was a shoot from the hip type of guy. I would wake up. I don't have a plan today. Let me be inspired. Let me get some stuff done. And I would, I would get a lot of stuff done. I learned a lot of things. I have a ton of skills, but there wasn't a tremendous amount of just growth, Right. There wasn't a tremendous amount of momentum, not until, you know, 2020 when my business really took off. But, um, and now in this last year, it's just like, okay, let me go back to the fundamentals. Let me get my seeds on my grass, water it, get some sunlight and let's grow. And so going back to the fundamentals is where you often got to go, but we're so busy chasing the new thing, thinking that new thing is going to be the thing that tips the needle and makes your business successful and it's going to take off. But sometimes you have this constraint point, this weakness that is leaking so much energy, so much water, if you will, to where you can't fill your bucket. 
And so I invite you to do that as well as just like, you know, work with chat, chat GPT, get these affirmations, but then, Hey, you've still got to do these affirmations. And for me, I would, I have lists and lists and notes and notes of all these different things for the longest time. I would work on it for a week and then I'd forget about it and, you know, it'd be dead and gone. But now I'm really focusing on creating my life through the lens of a checklist, a checklist for everything. Just because the more I can free up my brain to where I can focus on problem solving in the moment, I can focus on new ideas, critical thinking, not from a place of, uh, you know, problems or need to figure things out, but of power of being a creator of moving things forward. The more mental energy and capacity I have for that, the stronger I will be. And so if you are keeping up all the notes in your head or if your you know, process is messy, all the things in between, I invite you to really fine tune and find what works for you. This is something that's going to add a tremendous amount of value of leverage in your business. And it's probably if you're creative, if you have a huge heart, if you're somebody that listens to the podcast, chances are there's a side of you that isn't so organized. I mean, maybe you are, maybe you're one of the outliers of listening to this podcast, but chances are you just don't have the, the processes that are aligned with you, not just the business processes, but the daily habits and, you know, rituals and routine processes that are, are going to serve you. And so each and every day being, I'm working 20 hours a week during the week, the other 20 hours I'm, you know, with the kids, I'm working at night a little bit, but Jack started not sleeping real well at the start of the night. Um, there's just so many variables right now. So it's just like, I've got 20 hours. I know that I've got to be the highest, most effective version of myself in that 20 hours. That's it. And I can't do that by being haphazard. I can't do that by, you know, just, you know, manifesting and meditating and sitting back on my heels. Cause I have things on my heart that I want to create. I've got things on my heart that I want to, I want to do and I experience in this life. And so the time is now to go back to the fundamentals, the basics, find out what's not working, right? And in the grass analogy, if you will, you know, handing the reins off to my dad, I hand things off in my business, right? I have somebody that helps me with some of my emails and, you know, some of my you know, social media posts and things of that nature. I've handed a lot of it off because I didn't have the capacity for it, which is a story of mine. And in handing it off, I'm essentially handing off these critical components of my business. And I'm like, I don't got time for it. So slap it together, do something, um, put it out there where it doesn't have my stamp. It doesn't have my energy. Even though I've trained the team to really get good at understanding me and where I come from and, and speaking in my language, it's still not all the way there. And for me, it's just like, look, it's time now to focus on making sure that everything is built out the way that's in alignment with me, because I did, I, in 2020 and 2021, I got to this point where we were growing fast as a business. And, and I even, you know, hired new teammates and, and really kind of like doubled down on, on some launches and things of that nature. And, um, and that, you know, there was an affiliate launch that didn't go great. Uh, I basically spent, you know, a certain amount of money and was able to, uh, break even, in that affiliate launch, but that money was going to come back to me over a year's time because people were on a payment plan. And so I pushed hard and I had the idea in mind that I needed to be a certain level at a certain time and and things need to happen in a certain way. I literally shook the walls of the business and things broke a little bit. 
And so now it's time to yet again, find what's not working well. And how am I supposed to find what's work, not working well if I'm not close to anything? Because it is like, I, sometimes like, I don't even know what emails are going out where, you know, <laughs> lack of sleep and um, feeling time pressed, if you will, has really taken a toll on me. But now it's time to get back to the basics, get back to the fundamentals to make sure if I put out a piece of content, it has heart, it has soul, it has essence. That's the way it's got to be. I would rather put out less content right now, but really hit home a a powerful message that whoever sees that, chances are they're going to be moved. That's the game I'm playing right now. And I know, I, you know, I think a lot of people were blinded, you know, had somebody that, um, you know, was, uh, you know, possibly going to work with me a couple different times as a one-to-one client. And, uh, you know, this, this game plan of theirs was basically like, I'm going to blow up on TikTok. <laughs> and, uh, they didn't go with me, um, as, as, a, as a coach. And for me, it was just like, look, this, this game of Insta famous, you know, getting, you know, hundreds and thousands of followers and things of that nature in, in you know, short amount of time is doable. I'm never going to say it's doable, but if that's your business plan, if that's your strategy is to grow on social media and to, um, hopefully get some clients off of that, it's a tough strategy. And I think a lot of people are blinded off of this opportunity to, to get a lot of followers very quickly. It's that, it's that short route, right? It's just like, I want the results, but I don't want to do the work. Like I'll slap together some videos, but you know, are these videos in alignment with you? Are these videos from the heart or are you merely jumping on trends and filling the gaps and things of that nature? And so it's time to go back, water the grass. It's kind of like go back to the Mr. Miyagi days. We're going to paint the fence all right, we're going to wash the car. We're going to chop wood, carry water. And we're going to do it with heart. We're going to do it with soul. We're going to do it with essence. And so no more throwing a whole bunch of things at the wall, hoping something sticks. Put your heart behind your work, your content, your creations, your courses, your offers. Put your full heart behind it. Because if you're not all there with it, if you're not all in with it, if you have so many different things going on and, you know, like me, you just felt scattered, like you're all over the place. You don't have a powerful commitment level of I'm doing this. We're going all in here. You're kind of laying in the weeds, waiting for that certain thing to come along so you can jump on the train and ride the train to success. That's a game that you may or may not win. But I tell you with a lot of conviction, a lot of heart, a lot of intention, a lot of personal power infused in whatever you put your stamp on, people will take notice. Because just like a lot of people that were trying to get this Insta famous, content is just filling a void right now. So you've got to be able to punch somebody right in the gut, right in the heart with your message. Touch them deep. So that way they know they need to follow you. And that's where I'm working from right now. We got to slow down to speed up. So much love to you. Hope you like the analogy. Something that has been brewing with me a little bit and getting back and seeing my grass was a little bit brown, you know, just turned my smile upside down a little bit. But uh, all jokes aside, um, you know, just a, a lot of growth happening. And I know there's a lot of growth happening with you. So see the things that you want to see right now in your life. Know that it's true. Know that it's done. Work from this inner knowing. I lost sight of that this last year and I'm back. I can feel it. I can sense it. I can know it. It's already done. All I got to do 
show up, walk the path with heart, and have a whole hell of a lot of fun doing it. So, trust all is well. Send me a note. Uh, I got some good feedback recently here on the podcast, and I greatly appreciate it. If you find this episode helpful, send me a note. Leave a rating or review. It would mean a lot to me. And until next time, go all in with love, you guys. Go all in. All right, much love. Talk soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Adam Kadu podcast. If you would, take a quick moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes so that way more people can hear about us. So here's the thing. If you are ready to master the art of selling from your heart, then I would love for you to get on the wait list to be first notified next time we open the doors to our flagship program, Heart Centered Selling Mastery. Well, you'll not only learn how to enroll more people into your vision and into your programs, but you'll also begin to lead from a powerful place of heart alignment. So if you are interested in that at all, go to adamkadu.com forward slash heart, and I'll see you on the inside.